0: It wasn't kidding.
1: Yes, it is time for a new episode of You Guessed It, Terribly Funny. I'm your host, Steve Bazalone. This is the podcast where we talk to the funny people about the terrible things. You know the concept, you get how it works. We've been old friends now, we've gone down this road before. Uh, there it is. Um, but today's guest is a delightful guest, a funny man who I've known for many, many years. Uh, I met him a long time ago when we were doing improv at the Improv Olympic, up in Hollywood Boulevard next to the Popeyes and countless crack addicts. That's where we met, and it's Dave Holmes! Do you know Dave Holmes? Of course you do, because he's done so many things. He's had many different lives. He is, uh, was an MTV VJ for a long time, and then he was a host for a bunch of different stuff. He's also been a writer for uh, countless publications, namely Esquire, and most recently he had a book come out called Party of One. And if you've not read it, you should because it's delightful, as delightful as he is. um, You can get it at all the places you buy books, like Barnes & Noble, like Amazon, like that that kitschy bookstore that's down the street that you're like, wow, I'm glad it's still in business. And it will continue to be in business if you go buy books like Party of One there. Anyhow, today Dave is going to talk to us about uh, what it's like to go to college and fail out and then feel like a failure and then feel uncomfortable in your own skin. Um, all sorts of universal things, but let's see what Dave has to say about that. Shall we? Here we go. Terribly funny Yeah I so oh, yeah. can take it on the road. I love The Office. Yeah, it got the it's whiteboard. it got really, a whiteboard yeah. blinding me. It's very exciting. It um, so tell me some stuff man. Tell me some uh, okay. some terrible stuff. Terrible stuff. Well, yeah, it's kind of the, the jam. Yeah mm-hmm. um, terrible stuff um, or What's the definition? Who's yeah, to say? Yeah, no, I know,
0: I know. Like, I've I've been fairly lucky in my life,
1: you know? You've, you've lived uh, many lives, I, have. I feel like. Yeah, Because I, I, I remember I first met you when I was like 22-ish. Mm, I've known you for a long time. Like, at the I.O. back yeah. in the day. This was like, what, 12 years ago? Jesus like Christ, shortly yeah. before you started doing the, the um, Box of Wolves. And that yeah. was like 2005,
0: right? Must have been, yeah. We've been doing, Scott and I have been doing the Friday Forty since yeah. 2005. Probably a long time. I remember going to see
1: those early on, and like just because I think that I like first time I met you, I was like, Oh, that's Dave Holmes because it like hit my sweet spot of like Uh, MTV viewing is when they first did that contest. I love that so, like, that was like a thing for me, yeah. And like, everybody, me and my other music nerds, were like, Well, fuck that, whatever his name was, Uh, Jesse, Jesse, yes,
0: who has just resurfaced, by the way. Oh, good for him. He sent me a message on, well, I don't know if he's resurfaced. In, like in the world but, in, but he sent you. me a message on Instagram okay. which by the way
1: I didn't know that you could get messages on Instagram I, did, I mean, yeah, yeah it's a thing it's a very tiny little box no 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 you don't notice that yeah. it's a tiny little dot in a tiny little box it's a tiny little dot in a yeah. tiny little
0: box and, uh, and I didn't see it for like a month and he was in town and he is coming back oh, okay and we're thinking about getting a drink which would be weird that'd be fun it would be fun but weird but it would
1: be weird is he still tall I would so, imagine he's still very yeah, tall, yeah. that's probably a yeah. thing
0: that doesn't uh, go away. It's probably, yeah, that, that sticks with you. But I, yeah. um, And it, yeah, I mean, his look is a little different, but essentially the same.
1: Good for him. He's consistent.
0: And, yeah. And, and now now that I'm, like, now that I have a regular writing gig, it's like, well, I can't do it without writing about it. So it would have to be an interview. It would be fantastic. Which I think would be interesting.
1: Because it's such, like, a, I, I think, um a time capsule yeah. for like i think people of my and from my age this my general age mm-hmm. was like oh i remember this cuz it was yeah. the first time new it was like kind of like a reality show competition before yeah. they existed those
0: did not exist yet yeah. and they reran the hell out of it yeah. like it was on all the time mm-hmm. for a few weeks yeah. and and it was to the degree that now when when like people ask me about it, they're like, you know, what was that first season like? And I was like, it wasn't a season; it was like two days. <laughs> yeah, it was not long. They, I mean, they showed it a bunch, but it that, felt that like it was a
1: whole summer. It felt like it was an
0: entire summer. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So that was that's always that's always been strange. Um, but but what I like is that every like nerd, every music nerd or uh-huh. TV nerd or comedy nerd or whatever moved here or New yeah, York. Yeah. So I'm like, you know.
1: I am seeing the people that watched that
0: thing is yeah. rooted
1: for me in my yeah. real life. The people you know? were like, because it was like it felt like a little like, Ugh. yeah. Well, but, but it worked out. Yeah, worked out. It fine. worked out. Yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: it it's uh. So getting back,
1: I've <laughs> I've <lived. laughs> I totally took us down no, 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 a weird no, no, no. road. It's fine. Yeah. I, it's
0: fine. I don't mind talking about it. Uh, of course. I mean, it's it is, you know, it it it's a complete weird left turn that my life took, that changed literally everything I'm about sure. every aspect of my life. Yeah. And,
1: uh, so it's like, again, something that it was two days, and then, like, yeah. oh, well, life's different now.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and a thing that I almost didn't go to. Came I came very imagine. close to skipping. Um, because it seemed such, like, a dumb, silly thing to do, like a, a thing a child would do.
1: Well, I think that's why, I mean, this is not, this was not what I intended to talk about at all, but I think mm-hmm. that's why, like, uh, you said the comedy music nerds like why we root for you like, this guy doesn't belong here yeah he's like good. better than this oh thanks yeah
0: no, it's very nice It's very
1: nice yeah Um what's weird I, circumstance world okay I'll take it yeah
0: um, and I'm glad to see all, all of those people who I've now gotten to know in real life doing well yeah that's great that's exciting yeah it's very exciting Yeah, uh, but I have lived a lot of lives and they've they've mostly been good but it, it took me I think a really long time I know a really long time to figure out that that was my path right. that I was going to kind of jump from thing to thing and follow what interested me and not have a traditional life and I uh, I tried very hard in my younger days to become the kind of person who j- does normal things like everyone else that right. I knew growing up I would go and I would work in a bank or I would you know do some time where was home? Where did you
1: grow up? St. Louis. St. Louis, sure. And well, I mean, that's that's the that's the heart of the Midwest. I should have known is. this by the arches hanging behind you here. There you go, yeah, St. Louis. It's just is. the arch. Yeah. People say arches. No, that's arches I and mean, McDonald's. McDonalds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you right.
0: like One arch. Um, yeah, I mean it. It was a great place to grow up, but there's very few people do anything that is not very normal. Sure. You know what I mean? Everybody right. kind of works in
1: that's not very structured yes yeah.
0: I'm very very yeah you don't like you don't see people in coffee shops during the day really yes and uh, and, and that's you know it, that Im- imprinted on me like so young that I still feel a little strange doing what I do yeah but uh, but I, you know I've, I've I'm, I'm working on it uh, I tried very hard to be normal and, and I went to a college to be very normal and I got kicked out and that's the only like real I mean it's not the only bad thing that ever happened to me but it's thinking about terrible things and terrible feelings, sure, and feelings of failure. Yeah, uh, which that is, that's one of the thing. most terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, I, and I remember, like, I remember that thing, and it was very clear that the world was sending me a message that I was barking up the wrong tree, and it was time for me to look elsewhere.
1: Did you? Was it hard for you to recognize that, or oh, you just like, fought it against for it another decade? Yeah, of course, right? Uh, that's usually we, how it works.
0: The, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I remember like I got there and I felt uncomfortable and I didn't and I thought like wait a minute what the fuck am I doing
1: what school was, was this it was
0: called Holy Cross it was a very oh, small oh sh- sure yeah
1: I uh, would not be that would not be my guess. my, my pick of schools for you yeah not that I know you that it well doesn't that make doesn't sense. feel like you're fit
0: no and I met lovely people there but I was so I was such a wreck when I was there because I kind of felt like I am face to face with what I think I should be and it doesn't fit at all. And, like, and the problem isn't it, it's me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what I should do is just try harder to be something else. Rather than be like, eh, I should go where people are more like me so that I can figure out how to make the things that I'm good at into assets. Well, in I
1: think life. if you're not exposed to that as an option, yeah, very young or at any age, you yeah. don't see it. Uh-huh. Like, you know... If you, you don't realize that blue is a color and that you don't, if you never see it, yeah. then you don't know that that exists in like the spectrum. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I think you need to be exposed to that. And that in St. Yeah. Louis, you're probably not exposed to that at times, no, right? Not at all. Yeah.
0: Not at all. And I don't, and it's the kind of thing where I I think my nieces and nephews are being, well, they're just being raised in a different world than I was. You know, I have sure. a bunch of teenage nieces and nephews. I have a couple who are out of college now. and And it's, you know, some have chosen the normal path and some have not. But I I, I always want to sort of show for the people who haven't cho- who've chosen something else and have made it work for them, right? Because I don't I don't if they want to be normal and and stay in St. Louis and do the expected thing, they should be able to do that. But I don't want them to feel like they have to. They're be betrothed to do that. Yeah. yeah, like it's their role. The, in the only world. option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's still it's still a weird thing for me, not having. Uh, I just finished a little writing project where a friend of mine and I rented an office space for a month and we just like banged it out and got everything done and we have got a whole package and whatever. And that's great. And what was still what was weird to me was that that still felt like more authentic
1: work to me than anything that
0: I've done because it was more structured and because Cause it was of kind of structured. And we had hours and, when we showed up and when we yeah. left,
1: and, well, I and also all that. I also think as somebody who like now my life is kind of way more structured, like in television, sure, we start at a specific time, and you never know when you're finishing, but it's it's a nine to five mm-hmm. in essence. The hours expand quite a bit, sure. but like I think when you when I you know did the freelance thing for a very long time. And when I would like have those moments of structure, it's like, oh, this feels kind of nice. I don't know if that was ingrained in me as well. Yeah, but there's like something to it. Pittsburgh. Uh, Yeah. Not that different. Not Not that different. Not that different. different. Um, So okay, so you go to Holy Cross, and what what was it you were trying to force yourself into? Like what vocation?
0: Uh, I didn't know, and I changed my major a lot of times, and and I tried a lot of classes that did not take, and it just basically it just it it was just wrong and and i i wish and there are people who went there who have found their place in the world and that that has been like there there are people who went there who have taken an unusual path in sure. life uh bill simmons was a year ahead of me sure. and he's done obviously
1: he's done okay. really well for himself yeah, yeah.
0: And, uh, and there are a few other writers here and there who who have gone there um but it just wasn't it wasn't like a super artsy place and right. it, and it felt like it, it it even felt weirder to do theater or to want to be you know to write creatively or whatever it felt that felt it was very easy to be to made to be made to feel like a fringe character right. you know what i mean um, and was it was there was really, something
1: that was kind of gratifying in that because you didn't feel No, I wanted to fit in really
0: badly. I really just wanted to be normal.
1: Where did that come from? Was that purely from? I'm interrupting you entirely, but did that come from? You're the host, man. Yeah, well, sure, sure. Do it. Uh, We're in your house, though, so it's like we're both hosting. No, you're the host. Okay, fair. It's your show. That's the tiebreaker. Yeah, that's fair. Um, But like, where did that come from? Did you were you always like kind of like? I
0: think it's. I think it's. Well, it's partially Midwest. It's partially religion. Mm -hmm, Sure. Sure. You know. Yeah, talk about structure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, what's weird is that my high school was, was a Catholic all boys high school run by monks, but was very, um, I, I'm not going to say like tolerant of diversity because it wasn't like any, any time you get boys together, it's uh-huh. terrible to each other, yeah. but it was run by monks who like, who have all taken a very strange path in life. And it's like, it's a life of like, you know, studiousness <clears> <throat> and, and like, you know, religious you know discipline and whatever, but it's also a life of poetry and, and, and literature and, and, and education and all that. And and they were there were monks there who like who indulged my artistic side, hmm. um, I and I felt more like like a happy weirdo there than I did in college. I really? feel like in college, what my what my goal was was to put all that in a drawer and lock it, and then just like that on weekends I can listen to pop music or I can write or whatever. Right. But during the week I'm going to be I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do and be normal. Huh. And it caused me incredible anxiety, and I I wanted to. I just wanted to win at it, right. you know, more than anything. Like, I just wanted to, like, figure out how to be normal, um, be the coolest kid in the world, have, get sure, really good right. grades, yeah. get really good grades without ever going to class somehow, and uh, and, and just, like, fucking make it work for me. And I, I just didn't. And, like, immediately I was miserable and sinking and depressed and, like, and, and angry, and I just didn't, I couldn't figure any of it out.
1: That's, I mean, I feel like a, so much of that is tied into... Sense of identity, but it's also like that age, because you're just... Like, you feel untethered even, kind of, regardless where you are. Uh-huh. I wonder, and pardon me if this is too forward, but, like, is that... Um, in terms of your sexuality, had you already, like, defined that? Did you know where you s- sat in I, the Kinsey scale at that point? I
0: liked boys a yeah. lot, but I think I was still kind of holding on to... The idea that it would just be a phase.
1: So it, like, this period in general was, like, you trying to make something work. Yeah. Like, making this, like, ideal, this image of the mm-hmm. way you think you should go work. Mm-hmm. Both in terms of lifestyle choices mm-hmm. of vocation and in sexuality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, anything that was weird or that, like, would cause my family shame or whatever. I was sure. just like, I'm just going to shed it like a snake does its skin. I'm just going to just work through it. I'm just going to work through it. And, like... And, and it's still, and this is another weird thing that, that like, I, might be Midwestern, might be Catholic, whatever. There's, you are made to hang on to, like, if you if you are, if you're gay and you come out of the closet mm-hmm. and you, like, deal with it. There, the, the last, well, one of the last things to go is the idea that, like, you are this way because you didn't work hard enough not to be. Which is fucked. That is weird, It's right? really fucked. But it's, it's, it's kind of stuck there it's it's one of the, the the last things to go i
1: mean i think it because it's one of the first things that's ingrained yeah right mm-hmm. to a yeah. certain degree yeah uh, catholicism is not great with sex period oh no you know it's oh, no. not are
0: you what yes are you? i was raised, raised i was very okay.
1: irish irish italian catholic so mm-hmm. yeah so you
0: feel me yes. like it's it's very you know and, and my, my parents were you know very eisenhower era uh, you know, just like they came from a world where it was like you saved yourself until marriage mm-hmm. and that was that. And if you do anything other than that, you might as well be a prostitute. Like, sure.
1: Essentially. No, it's, it's, it's a very binary world. There's, right. it's just black and white. There's no gray.
0: There is no gray. So to be gay in that world is terrifying because it's like, well, I can't, I can't be, I'm excluded just by definition yeah. from being virtuous or moral or not a whore <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, of course, that's going to be terrifying and, of course, that's going to be a thing that you want to rid yourself of. For
1: sure. And I also imagine that's, like, where this, on a subconscious level, where a lot of, like, um, a, a disdain and just, like, discomfort comes from. Because yeah. you're trying, you're, you're literally making yourself uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's over, it's
0: over the, like, the thing about you that should be the best thing about you. Sure. You know, you're or the easiest thing, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: The most, like, intrinsic. Like, the right. most, like, this is just me woven into. I This is yeah. who I am. Right. There's no choices here. I can choose to go into writing or mm-hmm. music or mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. The other thing, that's just who I am. Right. Yeah.
0: And it's, like, it's it's, it's love. Yeah. You know? Like, that's supposed to be, it's supposed to be beautiful. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, it is painful to be, to be taught that it isn't. You know? Uh, especially when it, when it is, when it's, in that sort of passive way of just like, we don't, we don't talk about this thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, in school, you don't talk about this thing. It's certainly never positively Mm -hmm. in, in the family unit. We would just kind of never talk about it at all. And so it's just, you're taught, you know, you're taught shame.
1: Um, sure. That's a much easier thing to grasp. Yeah. Feeling or it's, I want to say, which is a fucked up thing. It's a more natural thing Mm -hmm. to, at least that's the way I was like, shame makes more sense to feel than to like be accepting of like a, an an outlet of love.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's still that way for a lot of people back home, which is yeah. a little crazy. Um, yeah, so to have gone somewhere, even though it was the absolute right thing for them to have thrown me out because I was a wreck, uh, and it was also probably a good idea for me to go somewhere else sure. where uh, <clears throat> where there are other weird kids who mm-hmm. are like who are like working their shit out. And I wish that I didn't refer to myself as weird because I really now now that I live, but my in life, the context know, of I'm that, that that's the way you felt, right? That's the way I felt. Yeah. Um, I sort of have been thrown out to like tried to make it work, and be literally thrown out. How did that school. manifest itself? Uh, I got terrible grades, okay. and that's a uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, and uh, and so like after my first semester, it was like I think I I failed logic. <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing that's delightful it's amazing yeah uh because i just never went and uh and then I, I think i like i took a class in the second semester called, li- literally just called birds and it was Jesus. it was like a uh and it was harder than it sounds it was like an ornithology kind of a class and there was a lot of shit to memorize and i didn't like to go there's a ton of birds there's a ton of fucking birds they've been around forever yeah
1: dinosaurs um, man dinosaurs sure archaeopteryx yeah yeah i don't know so what that, that means but it sounds like a it's thing it's like
0: a it's the first bird i don't know Oh, okay uh yeah so like i just really i got terrible terrible grades right and and like it was it, it in retrospect it was like a part of me was like no like yeah. get you get can't push yourself into this yeah um or or i don't know if i was just like hoping that just by being a visible wreck um and like openly failing at things, right. somebody would say, like, hey, I see you, and I think maybe you don't belong here, and I have some advice for you, or, or like, there, we can help you, or something, I don't know, I didn't know how to ask for help, and, and then, so at the end of my second semester, after spring finals, early summer, uh, I remember there was, I walked out uh, to my parents' mailbox, and I knew the grades were on their way, mm-hmm. and I knew they weren't going to be good, and there was a slip that was, like, certified mail from... Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. That's never good. No. From, Unless you're from, expecting... Yeah, from yeah. the, the uh, zip code where uh, my college was, and I just, like, my... I just had that feeling where, like, all of the blood went to my stomach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, where you're just, like, oh, this is... Something terrible has happened.
1: I was talking with a friend recently and she defined that feeling. She, like, said just offhand, I was like, that's exactly what it is. She's like, I felt like my heart was in my crotch. Yes. You know, like that. It's just like, it's just like, just like, uh, just like all drains and you feel just like hot. Yes. And it's a weird sensation. Yeah. Like, oh, this is bad. Terrible sensation.
0: And it's like, and in it, as I drove to the mailbox or to the, to the post office to get it, I I remember thinking like, it just having that awful, like panicky, shocky feeling of like, I'm just going to do this again and I'm going to do it better.
1: You know what right, I mean? I'm just gonna. Right.
0: It's gonna be September again, and I'm just gonna. Th- the next time I have my freshman year of college, I'm just gonna I'm, gonna. I'm gonna fix it all. You know, and like you can't, you can't travel back in time. No, you can't do any of those things. But you
1: try to, like, yeah. figure out a way. Like, how can I make this? I can yeah, fix this. Still, just for a
0: moment, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I can just, I can go back, and uh, and I went and I I got the letter and I opened the letter and it was, it was like I could I could appeal after a year.
1: Oh, so you're just done for a year? They're just like you can't come back. Yeah. After a year, you can maybe we'll let you back in. Yeah, you
0: can like reapply or whatever. And uh, oh, actually no, I was able to appeal. We got through some somebody uh, who I knew at the school who liked me or whatever. They like set up an appeal, and I flew back up to Massachusetts from from Missouri. Um, and mostly just because like the crazy thing is that we kind of skipped over the, do I belong there? Like, right. is this is this a wise move? Well, is there any reason that I want to go back other than to avenge my failure, sure, and not have people laugh at me?
1: Well, that's probably part of it, right? Cuz yeah. like you just but isn't that like the the feeling like a failure it's not about the reason behind it. Like cause at that age it's just like, well, I'm, I I assume you were a smart person, you're probably successful otherwise.
0: So, yeah, I mean, up to that point I had
1: been. Like you're a good kid.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, like, I this never is like this
1: deviates before. from mm-hmm. like everything that you've right. been. Yeah yeah was that like just immediate shame
0: unbelievable shame yeah just incredible shame and it, and it, it was especially profound because it, it came from trying to avoid shame sure. you know it came from going to a place to try to be normal to avoid shame and so like the feeling of of like doing badly in class was bad I had never had that sensation before I' right. always done well um but it was more just like it's now everybody's going to know that I'm not what I tried to be when I was there and they're mm. going to laugh at me you know and like that was that was more terrifying to me than anything um yeah. which is really fucked up
1: it is but was there I mean, it's
0: normal for an 18 or 19 year old for years, sure I think. but in retrospect it's kind of fucked up
1: it is fucked up well i think there's like a lot of things tied to it like whatever like money is being paid to go to sure. school but sure
0: i also took the spot of somebody who like probably
1: deserved to be there more than I did. And yeah, would have done more with it than I did. Maybe, but like also you. in another way to look at it, like you did a lot with that. Yeah, like yes. you turned this like kind of falling on your face and do something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm interrupting okay. the timeline. So you okay. get this letter. Got the letter. Yeah, had
0: to like come back to my parents, and it was just like there. Um, I, I love my parents, mm-hmm. but again, and I'm like I don't mean to like bash Catholics or Midwesterners, but. Midwestern Catholics especially are very motivated by what the world is going to think. For sure. And and that's that is at times the most important consideration. And I knew that and I knew that that was going to like that was really going to be the hardest part. Right. Um was like that people would know like come fall I wouldn't be going back to where I was going. Sure. And uh and I, like people were going to know and that was going to bring weird shame to my parents and and all that. And uh and so yeah, so I I told my mother. I think my dad was out of town. Um but she was just like it was that kind it was the kind of anger that was just like just silent and sullen.
1: Oof, that seething.
0: Yeah, of just like wh- yeah, just disbelief more than mm-hmm. anything. Like I just crushed her. And uh yeah, it was uh it was it was a terrifying thing. So we went we went back to appeal or I went back to appeal and I sat in front of some academic board or whatever. And uh and I don't even know what I said. I don't and I don't know what I could have said. What I, I now know what I should have said is mm-hmm. uh I'm the only gay person in this whole fucking place and yeah. it freaked the fuck out. It's weird. It's real weird and it's real hard and, and it's difficult to like I'm trying to, to assimilate in a thousand different ways
1: yeah,
0: and and it's like it's terrifying and it's filling me with shame and, and self-loathing and weirdness and I'm like you know it's like I'm not me and yeah. I, I you know I need some help I need mm. some help and uh, but I wasn't able because I was 19 to verbalize that and yeah. I wasn't out to like my family and I couldn't I couldn't admit any sort of weakness to them so it was just you know it, it just I, I came up at and, and I talked to these people, and I think I just came off like a, like a posh white boy who, like, drank too much and skipped class. Which is yeah. not false. <laughs> like Which is not is false. That is for what, sure what I was. Well, I was going to
1: ask, like, was there any, I mean, there's clearly, like, some level of self-medication, but were you, oh, like, God, yeah. having fun, at least, while you were doing this, and, I, like, fucking I, I off?
0: was having what I perceived at the time to be fun. Right. You know? Um, in retrospect, all self-medication. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. In retrospect, it was just like, oh, I feel like... I feel ashamed all the time,
1: so so I might as well be drunk. I might as well be drunk because <laughs> I feel a little less ashamed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least I'm having. And fun. then considerably more
0: ashamed. Uh huh. First thing in the morning. Yeah. And then later in the day, less ashamed. Yeah, because I would start drinking again. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I really went after it, and uh, yeah, so it was just kind of, it, it was just it, it was failure upon failure upon shame upon failure. Yeah. And uh, and I spent a year. So from there, I um, I, I am en- okay. I thought about joining the navy. Oh no. Yeah, because I was like oh, no. what I need in my life is discipline. What oh. is lacking here is discipline. So I should join one of the armed forces.
1: I feel like you're 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 telling like a story that and this is like a big conjecture and a broad generalization but I feel like you're telling like some version of a story like of a priest who ends up molesting a kid. Yes. (laughs) Because like I need more structure. Yes. I'm going to become a priest. Yes. I'm not going to deal with these weird feelings. No. So it'll just come out later. I need to
0: divorce myself from my my body further. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. That's exactly... No I mean I think it's exactly what like I I don't know how I got rescued from it um, but I think it's how people go crazy. Sure. Like it's decisions like these if you keep following them that are like, yeah, they're, they're how people go fucking nuts or, or become like so intensely self-loathing that they're like a husk. Yeah. Or, or, or become fucking, yeah, weirdos and, and, and like have the sexual version of an eating disorder.
1: Yes. Because that to me is like it just comes out and manifests itself in weird ways. In destructive ways. Yeah.
0: Because that, like, that to me is, uh, I don't want to get into it a little bit, but like that's what sexual disorders like that to me, are it be like we tell young women that they're wrong for being hungry or for being anything sure. other than a certain size or whatever, and if you drum that even passively into somebody for long enough, then they develop an eating disorder.
1: Yeah, right. That makes sense.
0: Right, because it's just like it's a need that they have, and then they have to deal with many, many times a day. But well, it's validated. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think it's kind of the same thing. Luckily, I didn't go down that path. That's I swear to God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, uh, I, I wanted to join the armed forces. I was like, I'll do a six month tour because oh, I thought
1: that that was maybe a thing. Did you have like any other influence influences in your life who were like in the armed forces? You're no. like, Oh, I've seen My dad had the Marine. Okay. But, uh, was, but the, it, oh, was there a little bit of that? i no, like, I, I want certainly to.
0: certainly ne- didn't push any of us in that. Okay. Much. Um, and yeah, so I thought, okay. And I chose the Navy because of the uniforms. So, sure. because, I mean, they're kick-ass uniforms. Sure and uh the and navy so i whites. went the, what
1: the navy whites the navy
0: whites good looking <laughs> um and i thought well this will be it i'll get in great shape
1: because uh-huh. boot camp yeah
0: um I'll, you Fleet know, week. yeah i'll learn some humility and some discipline mm-hmm. oh, see week. the world a little bit see the world shine up a you know boat or whatever i don't, I don't know. know whatever what you, you do. do
1: yeah i don't know uh mop the poop deck mop the poop deck
0: and That's uh so yeah so I to went say. to a navy recruitment center
1: you actually oh my god this oh, was yeah. not using disconsiderate
0: yeah, no, I wow. went I went, I talked to a uh, I talked to a, a recruitment person and uh, like as with McDonald's, because I had worked at McDonald's a couple of years, like in high, for my first summer job in high school, um, if you if you're like halfway personable, they're like, Yes, you're right. a captain. You yeah. know what I mean? So so I came in and I think You're not you know,
1: dealing with somebody from Children of the Damned here. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I'm, I'm good in an interview, so, so I was like, I was a hot prospect, right? away. Sure. And it took some kind, co- I don't know if there was a written test, it's not like getting a license, but I felt like there was some sort of written Some test? sort of, probably personality I mean, film, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. I probably didn't, uh, like, I don't think I had to write, like, an essay or whatever to get into it, maybe, <laughs> but it was something, like, I had to fill out some stuff and do a physical and, and all that, and, uh, and I would have been a good prospect, but then my recruiter, uh, while I was thinking about it, called home and one of my parents picked up and they were like, what, what? thank God they were like what are you, what are you doing oh, no so that's great thank God
1: good parenting
0: that's good thank God um, yeah because it, it 100% did not make sense for me to be there.
1: had you places. told anybody about this or you just no, went on your own like no friends just a whim wow
0: yeah uh, and then like oh, really like the die the was cast when he said it was a minimum uh, two year sure that does not fit into my schedule at all because I want to get back into some kind of
1: college yeah but that's also
0: Jeremy <laughs> Piven and PCU no you know? nobody wants to do that no that was just on today by the way how's it all up? um badly yeah I'd imagine mean spirited yeah and well, all those and very all silly. those are mean spirited yeah and Jeremy Piven is bald he's just he's got male pattern baldness
1: but now he's got a twenty five years of hair ago,
0: but now he's got a luxurious head of yeah. hair yeah and, and he was like thick and sexy and now mm-hmm. he's just like this gross, waxed, emaciated, fake-haired, fake-haired, fucking gargoyle. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's my personal about? axe what, to grind. That's the, that the terrible thing that happened. <laughs> that I, <laughs> I saw PC. twenty minutes of PCU today. Yeah, you know, I get I was it, man. To
1: take a nap. I get it. Well, um, you look forward to that nap.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. So then, so then oh, that didn't work out. I But think that's
1: also understanding that, like, I don't know, maybe on a subconscious level, like this is like my penance. Yeah. I did a thing mm-hmm. that was, like, sinful, mm-hmm. and now, like, I'm going to make up for mm-hmm. it by doing this, like... Yeah. Um, altruistic thing.
0: Yeah. And that was that was kind of the... That was the way that I even looked at it myself. It was certainly the way that it was framed, like, in my family and among my friends, was that, like, I got kicked out because I was having too much fun. Right. And, like... So, of course, yeah, I wanted to go to, like, the, you know, the, the most... Like I wanted to lash myself the most that bit. I possibly could, and
1: show also like I'm a good person.
0: Yes, yeah. this
1: is not me. This yeah. is who I really am. Yeah,
0: yeah. And also like in retrospect, yeah, it involved a lot of parties and bars and beers and stuff, but it was not fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was fun, but it wasn't like the point wasn't fun. The pun. Po- the point was numbness. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so then I um, I took some like summer class on studying at the local community college. A class
1: on studying. Yeah. On like how to take notes and all that kind of. You take interesting classes, birds. Yeah. Logic. Yeah, and I fail them all. Yeah. Actually, I did okay in the study one because I knew how to
0: study. I just wasn't doing it. I was just on a self-destructive kind of streak. Um, and then I I started taking night classes at Washington University in St. Louis.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, which is a good school, and uh, uh, so for like the fall semester, I was like, I guess I could take a a class or two during the day. And then the rest were night classes, and I did like a full load, full load. It uh, sounds weird, um, yeah. But like I did a, f- I did you know however many credits is the amount of credits you're supposed to take. The whole load. The whole load. The full yep. load. Took the full load, <laughs> and um, and then through that process, I started to meet people. And like Washington University is a much more a diverse big place. It's yeah. a big school. And it's and it's like it's diverse. It's very Jewish, mm-hmm. and it's very you know it's much less. You know, um, it, it's much less Catholic. It's much yeah. less, you know, um, homogeneous. in theory. In theory, it's also self-loathing. Sure. Yeah. 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 But in in ways that are more fun, and uh, and so when I was there, <coughs> excuse me for a while, started to make friends, and uh, and I like started hanging out at this one fraternity house, mm-hmm. and and then they like gave me a bid. Because it was like, it was pledge season. And oh. it was just like, I just thought I was just making new friends. And yeah. I was like, oh no, this is, you've been pledging. And I was like, okay, uh, this is my year off. Maybe I should join a fraternity. So I did. And it was great. And I met awesome people. And it was like, it was, uh, you know, it was, a, again, a more diverse group than right. I was used to. It was much more comfortable there. And, uh, you know, it, it still felt like a failure because I was 10 minutes from my parents' house.
1: Right, um, just I mean, in terms of like what you, how you envisioned your life, right? Because I'm going to Massachusetts. That's where people That's go to school. That's where people go to school. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. And I wanted to get out of my hometown, although I liked it. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, yeah, so I spent a year there, kind of acting like a normal college student, even though I was sort of in one of these like y night right, classy right. kind of things. Um, and it was good. And I got my grades back up again. And I went, I like, I went back to Holy Cross, even though like I kind of had made connections with people who knew me the
1: the me that I was yeah.
0: I still felt like my duty in this world is to go back and finish what I started and make it work
1: wow so just purely sure out of feeling like I'm betrothed to mm-hmm. finish this thing yeah and to also right the wrongs mm-hmm. that I yeah I have to for avenge for inexplicable reasons because I don't understand it at this point in time yeah yeah huh
0: Have to avenge back so to
1: you avenge went myself. back like as like a sophomore mm-hmm. or are you doing like freshman a whole year
0: yeah missed a year um were a lot ex- of my friends. Were you excited about this at all? Or was that I such was, trepidation? I was thrilled. I was yeah. thrilled because, huh. yeah, because I really felt like I were where I was supposed to be. Hmm. And uh, yeah, by the time I got back, a lot of my friends were on their junior year abroad, so I didn't see them again until their senior sure. year. Then I missed two years, and it just it, it never quite worked. It just never worked. Hmm. Um, but it and I continued to be miserable there. And I can and once a month minimum. I'm 45 years old. I have the dream where I d- I didn't actually finish, and I have to go back. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's minimum amazing minimum. that it's. it's I have to go back. I have to live in a dorm. I have to like. There's some something that I have to take, and I need. I'm like I'm a semester shy of finishing.
1: That's interesting that it's still haunting you, which yeah. on some level must mean that like you really don't want to go back to that place. Like that's what yeah, your that's yeah. what your nightmare is. To yeah, a certain no. Degree.
0: I mean, I don't know.
1: I, I went back for
0: my reunion, or actually for the reunion of the class that I would have graduated with. Right. if I graduated in four years which, like, everybody does there. Sure. You know, like, the people who were there, there were, like, three of us who took five years. And right. it was, like, incredible shame. And uh, yeah, I went, and it was, like, it was nice. I met, you know, really good people, and, and a lot of them have gone on to really interesting lives and, and whatever, and we kind of commiserated about how homogeneous it was. Right. And how much we didn't really know each other because we were afraid to be vulnerable with one sure. another. And we were afraid to, you know, like, be weird or, or whatever, or to be thought of as weird remember the weirdest girl the girl who we like would roll our eyes at mm-hmm. uh we call her crazy jenny and crazy jenny was crazy because occasionally when she would get drunk she would cry well, which that's... like who the fuck have you ever met in their in your life uh-huh. in their lives who hasn't at some point gotten drunk and cried
1: sure and especially if you're in this place where like all of your emotions are being stamped down so yes. this is like the one time where like I don't have the rationale to keep this in a box. It's yes. It's just coming out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I can also see, like, if you're at a party, and, like, ah, oh, she always cries at a party, mm-hmm. and, like, you mm-hmm. just ostracize that.
0: Sure, but it was, like, that was the craziest thing we had ever wow. seen. Wow. somebody getting drunk and crying, which is, which I've done in the last
1: year. Oh, I'm sure I've done in the last month. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's the way it goes. Guess what I life is. look, the is. night
1: is—it's still relatively young. I still You're might cry tonight. Absolutely right.
0: There's, we got yeah. loads
1: of wine. Loads of wine.
0: Um, yeah, it was—it was a, was a very—it was just a very strange time, and I look back on it, you know, it's—it's it's a bittersweet thing because again, I did meet really good people there. Sure, but I—I I wish that in like, I, I wish that rather than being ashamed of being slightly different, I was able to own it a little bit. Right, and like. And push the place forward in some small way.
1: Be a part of a a small bit of evolution. Yes. Did you, by the end, because this was like five years, had you had a better grips as to who you, like in terms of your sexuality? So you by the end, you're like, this is not for me. I was
0: out by the time I left. And how was that? Which was good. Uh, It was difficult, but it was good. Right. Um, I was, I mean, it was, you know, lonely dating wise just right. because you know I didn't really have anyone to date
1: but it was a supportive community by and large. It,
0: yeah, I mean it wasn't bad. Um I, I didn't deal with any like, you know, rejection or violence or anything right, like that. Right. Um I will okay, I will say this. Um I and this is all in the book. So if you've read my book and you're listening to all this, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I'm repeating some of this. Shit. <laughs> but I um I wrote an anonymous letter to the school newspaper about like my experiences as a gay person on campus. This is like before I was out, just because I wanted to like start a conversation because nobody was talking, right, right. you know, and uh, and I did, and then I fucking ran around school just like listening to people's conversations about it uh-huh. because it, you know there was a lot of conversation about sure. it. Sure, um, it was
1: before the internet. Like that paper was a lot. That's all you had to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It was
0: the only thing, and uh, a significant number of people. Uh, thought that it was a joke.
1: Really? Thought that it was a joke. Like a joke wrote... editorial? hmm Like, this is the onion? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There were
0: 2,600 people, and there were, like, not a small amount. There were just, like, there are no gay people. here.
1: Did that feel like a huge blow? That was the
0: one thing that I was not prepared for. Yeah. You know, I was prepared for rejection <laughs> or, or for, you know, whatever. Like, maybe feel unsafe or whatever. Yeah. I was not prepared for people to think that it was a joke.
1: Because that's... that's crazy. That's all, but that's almost like worse than being rejected. It is. It's just like not even been considered. It's being considered, denied not even being,
0: entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's being completely erased. Uh, so that was pretty fucked. Um but through it I started, you know, to actually tell people mm-hmm. and and that you know, it kind of smoothed the path for me to come out. Hmm. And uh and then, you know, little by little it became a slightly better place. The uh, the chaplain's office started this like support group. Oh. Um yeah which was like it was here comes a plan yeah uh, it was a support group and we couldn't talk to each other outside of it because everybody had different levels of outness sure and it was like it would be a violation to like you know talk to Kathy because
1: what if somebody's like how do you guys know each other or something right. like, which is I guess respectful but it's also it is. it's further it's like almost vilifying it. Mm-hmm. it's making it more taboo mm-hmm. yeah
0: um, yeah, so I, um, yeah, so I guess it was my senior year, it was, it was a long time before there was another boy
1: in right, it. Right, right. It was, it was like a ton of lesbians. They sure. figured their shit out right Yeah, yeah. And- Not in uh, my experience. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Sorry. It, everything happens in its own terms. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. How, how, are, I mean, you guys are still Oh, close, so my best right? friend, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was, it was a, a bit of a kick in the pants at the time, sure. but- that was just because you know, much like you, I thought my life was gonna go down this track, and like, right. oh, oh, yeah, well now there's a I have Lewis and Clark, and there's a lot of there's a lot of things that have not been defined or explored, so right, all right, is that exciting now at all or is um it- you know, I think initially actually it was yeah. after like I got through like the year of like trying to figure it out and trying to like. Rationalize it, and uh, and then eventually, just like it was full on weekend at Bernie's, just trying to like revive, like carry on with a corpse. Yeah. Um. And then once I let go of that, and was just out on my own, it was kind of, uh, it was exciting. It was frenetic because it was just exciting not to feel something other than sadness. Mm-hmm. And also, like I was to a place where like I'm gonna see one pair of boobs for the rest of my life. And I'm cool with that. I like those boobs. I love those boobs. Yeah. But then when there's new ones on the table, it's like, ooh. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is yeah. exciting. And yeah. then it got to then it like circled back around and be like, okay, that was fun and like hedonistic, but now like I would like more. I like more, sure. you know, evolved, emotional, satisfying things sure. in theory. Sure. Um but that's enough about me.
0: No, but there's a medium in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, so okay. Where was I? Oh. Uh, so another boy, uh, the support group, uh, yeah, yeah, came to the support group, and like the uh, the, the person at the chaplain's office who um, who like facilitated the whole thing was like he's nervous, which again is totally understandable because you know I mean you're going through so many emotions during that time, sure. and there's like you know there's the, I mean there's the whole thing of people finding out, there's the whole thing of like. If I go to like some gay meeting, then that's it.
1: I'm just I'm gay forever. Right. You know what I mean? Like this I, is like it. The no back. Yeah. This is it. I'm done. It this a is the Scarlet Letter. Exactly. Also, you're going you're living at a place called Holy Cross. Yeah. That's like the right That's the hardest place to come out, I yeah. imagine. It's it's it is
0: both it was. I maybe it's not this way anymore. It was both extremely conservative and homogeneous mm-hmm. and also so like bleeding heart liberal, that like you would often be treated mm-hmm. like a wounded like baby bird. Okay, you know what I mean by, okay. by some people. Yeah, and that's also just like that's condescending equally, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's equally
1: kind of uh, jarring. That I need to be treated differently. Yeah. Or yeah, like I need care.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was you know I mean
1: it's the place it was also the time whatever I'm
0: sure it's a complete. I some sure. kid hit me up on uh, on Twitter or something who's like out
1: there now and there are maybe a dozen and that's something hey you know what I mean that's more than you and the other kid who came to the support <sighs> group at one time so yeah it's ten more yeah
0: they can all date each other and shit so um, <laughs> so yeah so this uh, this kid uh, like uh, uh, the person in the chaplain's office was like okay he's nervous so like if you wouldn't mind meeting him for coffee and just sort of calming his nerves and whatever just like he just wants to talk to somebody before he comes to the thing I was like great and she was like you should know he's very very handsome
1: I was like oh shit <laughs> Well, here we go. And so uh, they're already like laying the track. Like, I don't know if we can get you two together.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know, uh,
1: but that's what happened. It's, and, it's like, what's well, a weird like uh, precursor to make a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so we met, and he was incredibly handsome, and we like started dating immediately because it was, sure. you know, of course, what the fuck else is going to happen? Yeah, there's no, there's no other options. There's literally no other options. And uh, and we're just you know we're full of that fucking early twenties energy yeah. of just like I just want to fucking kiss somebody yeah you know what I mean
1: for sure especially just, if you haven't you've been just going to parties and drinking sadly alone yes. yeah where well, everybody well, else sadly with ho- friends but, but sadly. no but no but everybody yes. else is like hooking up and sure. having this weird yeah 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 yeah. Uh,
0: yeah of course it's fucking it makes such perfect sense yes um, so we yeah so we had this very intense brief relationship and then I think it hit him very quickly that like. Oh shit! Now, now I'm kind of out. This also. is a thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, and he got rocketed through his experience much more quickly than I think right. he wanted to be, and broke it off as he should have. And then it was like, because you know he was uncomfortable with me, I couldn't go back to the support group meetings anymore, so he got kicked right. out of. Oh no! Kicked out of that. Uh, basically, all of college was my horrible thing. Uh, it turns out, um, and. Uh, and I felt, and this was just before I graduated, and it just made me feel, like, for somebody who's trying to, who who's, like, constantly fighting back failure and shame, it mm-hmm. just, it, the whole experience ended on such a note of failure and shame, and it took me a really long time not to, 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 like, like, scrub the stink off me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I moved to New York, and I, and I immediately was thrown in with people who were, like, had equal and much worse problems sure and real life began and i started to feel kind of normal again but like my default was still to think of myself as like as a bad person or someone who's out of
1: control or
0: somebody who's whose needs will still demoralizing everything yeah yeah exactly exactly
1: well i mean i i guess the upside is is that your experience was cyclical yeah, it started off terrible and ended terrible. It ended, it ended terrible. But like that's got to be why you have once a month this dream about that you have to go back. Yeah. Cuz yeah. like everything about it mm-hmm. was arduous, which yeah. was uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, and arduous in an emotional way. Right. You know? And and I look back like I was I I look back on my college uh, career and I feel like I worked very hard. Yeah. Just not in class you know what i mean i did i, I kind of max fishered it where i was like mm-hmm. i just wanted to be everywhere and just like succeed in every way except except academically yeah and uh, and i and i kind of blew my shot at like a, you know at four years of reading about something that could make me better at what i do and a better version of who i am yeah. and i feel like i kind of flushed that down the toilet and uh, and it took me a while not to feel like a total failure and and it it really was like it was years and and it wasn't until i was like 25ish mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was like I can't and, and and still trying to be normal like I had an advertising job I was just like I was you know going down what I believe to be the, the righteous path or whatever um, and still going to church um, I I was like wait what, what what am I doing right this is not who I am and trying to be trying to be something that I'm not has gone terribly for me <laughs> over and over again I have to like and I'm living in New York City I'm single Where I have like, every option I have Every fucking option in the world. What am I doing? Like, whose life am I leading? Right. You know? And it wasn't, it wasn't, like, that was when I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go. And I, like, I took, I took some work in advertising here and there just to keep myself afloat. Um, but I, like, attempt and I, and I, you know, d- fucking did improv classes sure. and sketch shows and stuff like that. And just, like, I just tried to do as many weird things as I could and try to find my place in the world making and one of the weird time. things I'm making up for lost time yeah and one of those things happened to be the the want to be a VJ when yeah. I was 26 or 27 and that thing just happened to work out and like and it was it was exactly like it, it was as good as as my college career was bad like suddenly huh. I was not only like doing my dream job but I was surrounded by people who were obsessed with pop culture as well. Yeah. And were finding a way to, to like, find, to, like, get gainfully employed. To pay their bills. Yeah. Talking about, you know, fucking Savage Garden or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, if you can get paid to talk about Savage Garden. You should take that you've opportunity. You've made it. You've you made, made it. it. That, is a, that is a tiny little wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, it
0: was great. And it set me up, it set me on the path that I'm
1: on right now, which I'm really happy with. Yeah. That's fascinating. It's interesting. Um, talk about like you worked really hard in college. Mm-hmm. I have always... My college experience is like, I don't think I got much academically out of it. Where'd you go? Emerson. Oh, ah, see? Um, with a bunch of our mutual friends. Yeah. Like Adam Older and yeah, Alex Burns. And, um, like
0: 25 minutes away and a world apart.
1: Yeah. Well, because anything outside of Boston is just like... It's very rural. Yeah. A lot of times kind of antiquated. Yep. Um, yeah, Worcester is
0: one of the more depressing cities yeah. in the world. Sorry, yeah. Worcester. Sorry Worcester listeners, but uh but yeah, it's one of these kinda, you know, abandoned factory towns. Yeah. Just it's just like very Allen town. Very cops. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and and the, the relationship between students at Holy Cross oh, and I'm sure the it's... was counties. Uh, was chilly.
1: Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like all these like all these rich whiteys coming in here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're white too, but yeah. these rich they are different, different whiteies. Yeah. Actually, they're the same ladies.
0: Um, but yeah, now, I didn't even know about Emerson. And, like, Emerson is a place where you study all of the things that we're doing with our lives right now. It is, but It's I, crazy that I didn't know
1: about well I mean, yeah, but, like, I, my, my point was that, like, I feel like I didn't get anything academically. Really? I mean, like, I got structure in that I, you know, I wrote a lot, and I was, like, exposed to a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was a theater major, and, like, I thought the theater program was, like, yeah, fine. Yeah, I got like opportunities to travel. It's like everything I got outside of class. Like I mm-hmm. met amazing people right. that like have that are still like am, am, all amongst my best friends. Yeah, and like they were like the people who like me on by inspiring me, or like we worked together and collaborated. My writing partner for ten years. I met there. Um, but I but I feel like I didn't get anything like from the class. Like I don't think it was like a waste because like in the same way that like how like formative were those years, uh-huh. even though they were really hard for you. And like, I didn't read Emily Dickinson as much as I should have. Uh-huh. But like, how much did you learn in that period?
0: Uh, or do you I, feel like
1: it was more formative? Like, as soon as you got out,
0: um, I don't. I don't know that I. I don't know that I learned a
1: lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's like constantly. Quelling.
0: Yeah. Uh, one thing that I think it did give me, besides, the fact that again, I really did meet some great people, and like later in life, I've reconnected with some, and sure. now that I'm like. Now that I'm not on this like insane like military campaign to turn myself into whatever Kennedy I felt like right. I was supposed to be, uh, Teddy. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that makes the most sense. <laughs> um, uh, and now, now it's like we're able to kind of relax and talk to each other and mm-hmm. like, it, it, appreciate each other as people, which I wish we'd been able to do earlier. Um, I do think that that feeling of failure that like extended fe- fear of failure feeling of failure
1: for basically 5 years of that yeah, yeah of like
0: fairly consistent failure and shame once i found my place in the world it drove me to succeed and to bring mm-hmm. out every drop because it's like i i can see how easy it would be to slip back and to be like well i should try to be practical now um, you know i should have a 401k or whatever right. it's very easy it's very seductive to like go back to the world where you have you know uh, a career path that is predictable in some way. Right. Um, you know, I, I know my my parents would love for me to be closer to them in St. Louis, um, and it's 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 easy to want to slip back. Sure. Um, or it would be easy to want to slip back. I'm in a good place now where I'm like I work very hard and I push myself very hard because I don't want to ever feel that shame and failure again. You know um man and maybe it's like maybe i have a chip on my shoulder i don't know but it's like it's working for me it is yeah. providing the engine that is powering me through the world you
1: know? well that's good as long as it's like not a point of diminishing returns of like anxiety and no. just
0: no no it's just it just makes me work hard you know what i mean and it's also like if i'm if i'm feeling uh like if i'm feeling stymied or, or whatever like Hosting TV shows was starting to become repetitive. Right. It was starting to give me anxiety just because I felt like, this is, what am I doing? I'm right. Not, I'm not connected to what I do anymore. What I What is increasingly making me happier is writing. That's what I should follow. Hmm. That's where, that's what's paying my bills now. And that can lead to something else that I don't know about. Um, but it's it's like, being ashamed and feeling like a failure leading somebody else's life makes me that much more committed to living my own. Right. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's like it's pushing me in the right direction.
1: Well, I think it's also interesting that like feeling like a failure, living somebody else's life, like in essence, whatever you do in in this life, mm-hmm. the life that you are like comfortable in your own skin, is never going to be a failure. Right. Because you're. It doesn't matter. Like you may take swings and like they may not be like you sure. know out of the park, but like. Sure. You're living more authentically. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's you know obviously the business is you know capricious and you know you're up and you're down. Yep. And all I'm that and like theory, yeah. I'm speaking
1: very like ethereally, yeah. but yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But no, personally, I feel like a success. Right. In 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 my life, especially now that now that there is such a thing as podcasts and sure. social media and what and whatnot, and you can express yourself very clearly and very directly and very much from your heart, I feel much more successful than I ever have, just because I feel like I'm. I'm saying things that I actually mean and I'm doing them in yeah. ways that people haven't before, you know? That's really gratifying. It's very gratifying. It's exactly right.
1: Yeah, it's interesting just to have um, an an outlet. Like, I, I feel like, by and large, this is like the first hobby I feel like I've had in like 15 years. Yeah. Or maybe like, kind of ever until, like, and so, since I've like been working. Yeah. It's like the first hobby because my other hobbies were like, I like getting dinners. Yeah. And yeah. I like having drinks with friends and seeing movies and like, Occasionally get my wiener touched, like that's just basic human sure. stuff, that's not right. a hobby, right? Um, but this also like a, it provides like an opportunity to uh feel like you have a voice, and mm-hmm. that feels nice, it feels really nice, yeah. Even if it, like some small term, it's just like I'm I'm here, not throw it casting into the abyss, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's going to listen, yeah.
0: The must list is going to listen,
1: yeah, exactly. We've both been on the must list this it, summer, it, no, it's a, it's a big summer for us, yeah. I feel like it's you huge. have you have a capitalized Are You go to fairly. the Aaron party. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that is a KMS. It's a must. It's a must say. list, of course. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's great. I, let me ask you, just because I've only uh, gotten through a part of your book, okay. not because that's I like, didn't love it, just because I'm an incredibly slow reader. That's right. That's my thing. I think um, I just summarized it for you anyway, so that's fine. That's great. But you still should read it. Oh, I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to. I think i uh, betrothed to. And okay. uh, also, actually, really love what I've been through. But Thanks. But what do you... How much of a cathartic experience was that? Was it like because like a lot of this I feel like um, you were talking about is like at the ready mm-hmm. or you've, you've thought about it, you've yeah. marinated on this quite a bit. Yeah, was a lot sure. of that in, in the process of writing that? Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. And what's what's interesting is that um, you know you write a book and then you know it goes away for copy edits and you get to sort of you know right. it, you know you, you make edits and whatever, but then it goes away for a while. Like you send out, like you sign off on the final version, it goes away and then it's it gets printed out and it gets bound and it's in a plant or whatever for a while mm-hmm. and you can't touch it, you know. And it's 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 going to come back to you in a finished form, but you can't it goes away first. Hmm. And I had spent so much time on it and it occupied so much of my mind that I was like I don't want to I don't want to read it anymore until I like get the versions, you right? Know? And uh, and then the versions came in and they Got released out into the world, and I, I had to read it cover to cover for the uh, for the audiobook, and so reading it out loud mm-hmm. after not seeing it for maybe two or three months, um, I was all of the 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 stories are united by the idea that I need to be doing something else to be successful as myself. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I need to be something other than who I am in order to be successful, and that is something that I that I didn't like consciously shed while writing the book but that process of getting it out there putting it tying it all up in a bow sending it out to be bound Mm -hmm. and then having it come back to me it was like that's over now yeah that's over that's not who i am anymore right you know like it's i'm a few years removed from that feeling of like having to having to be something else and so reading it out loud it was like i am reading the stories of a of a younger me a different me. That's kind of a nice closure. It's a really nice thing. And, yeah. and, it, and it literally is a, pro. it's now just a thing that I can yeah. push out into the world. Like I can just be like, here, this is, this is this. this I, I live this, but I'm done with it. I live this and it's finished now. Yeah. And I'm a different person now. And that, it, that's exciting, but as you said, it's also a little, it's a little weird and scary because it's like, well, okay, now I got to
1: figure out who mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. What, how am I evolving now? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a question, but that's an okay question. I think it is an okay question. And I think it's one that we never really stop asking, right? Yeah. Because once I feel like that's the thing, is once you finally feel like, I've got a grasp on this, Yeah. the this, the world shifts. Everything of goes upside down. And you're like, of oh, well, now what? Yeah. The big thing for me, and also, like, I didn't really
0: get into it, but all through this period and for many years afterwards, and still here and there in my life, this won't be a surprise to you, I had incredible panic attacks.
1: I want why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of goes hand in hand uh-huh. with
0: everything that I was talking about. And, and I still do from time to time, especially, you know, now, like, doing press and, sure. like, having, you know... It meetings with... the pot,
1: all those feelings. Of coming. course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I go back to that and I go, like, I, I sometimes enter them with a feeling of just, like, oh, I'm going to go in there and fall apart. And I have, like, right. I have, like, I almost will myself into a panic attack just because it's quick to quicksand, habit. the more you move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are
1: you familiar with these or no? I've had, like, um, I feel like I've been on the cusp of pa- of. attacks. Maybe three panic attacks in my life. Yeah, um, okay. and they were all like ar- around the same period in which, like, I had nothing to grasp onto. Yeah, it was like when my marriage was kind of, or I thought I was falling apart, and just mm. like, I don't know which is up. Like you know, when you, that yeah. sensation where you somehow like you're in in the the at the beach and you're in the waves, and a, a wave really knocks you and mm-hmm. you flips so much, where you're like, yeah. I don't know which way's up. Yeah, and that's like oh, that panic inducing yeah. kind of sensation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, not, I've I've only had a handful of like straight
0: up panic attacks, right. but they were so terrifying that like I I will I get afraid that I will have one, sure. and that brings on a different kind of one. Yeah, you know, um, and that's still a a cycle that I will get caught up in from time to time, and mm-hmm. it's uh, and this is where like therapy is very helpful yes. because it's like over the the course of the last few months, it's been like okay, well that is how. That is how an insecure person or a person who's like trying to prove that they have a place in the world right. uh and doesn't feel good enough on their own, that is how a person like that is always going to react with panic. I'm not that person anymore. Right. I just have that habit still. So like I need to cut that part off right. and, and like push that out to sea as well and figure out how a secure person reacts to things. Yeah. You know, you kind of sen- have to draw send more.
1: that to the navy like you almost did yourself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put it looks um, whites. Yeah, no, so sure. Panic looks great in whites. Oh. Yeah, man. Feels out of uniform. Mm. Um, I guess, so, uh, just kind of a, a, a last kind of summation question. Uh-huh. Um, a two-parter, or just okay. like encapsulated in one. For anybody who is like, you know, either kids or just somebody who feels like they're in a, like, I am in a place that is not me. I feel like an outsider. Uh-huh. Um, What's the best advice you can give to that? And then, kind of conversely, do you feel like that there was, now looking back at that era of your life, that Mm -hmm. it was like something that you had to go through? Or do you wish that you'd been like, you know, fuck it, I should have just stayed at Washington University, Washington, Mm -hmm. and just like that's where I would have been, I would have risen to who I am now more more fully, faster?
0: Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm jealous of people who have who's, like, best friends come from college, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because they really fucking went for it and got weird and, like, made asses of themselves but, like, didn't, you know, just, like, got into it, like, got messy with their emotions and whatever and, like, grew together and are bonded for life. Like, I know a few people like that and I'm, like, I'm super jealous of that. Yeah. Uh, Because I didn't have that. Because I was, like, you know, like, self abnegating through the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I wish that I had been, like I said, closer friends with the people that I met there who were who were good people. Um, so, yeah, so that is a regret. Um, I think, you know, whatever, the shame and panic, like I said, have been sort of good for me in the long run. I sure. don't recommend them for other people. Yeah. And I feel like if, if, um, you know, when I went back for my reunion, a lot of my friends, as I said, we were saying, like, we should have been, I wish we had been different to each other. and right. And that's... I think if you if you're somewhere where you don't feel like you belong, be honest with somebody. Mm. You know, because they probably feel the same way. Right. And anywhere you are, I mean, you might just be legit in the wrong place, and you should go and study something else somewhere else. But you can probably find a way for you to be you anywhere. You know, I could have found a way to make it work at Holy right. Cross if I had been more honest about what I wanted from the world and what I wanted from the experience. I might have been able
1: to make it work. Well, I also think like the air, like now you probably definitely could because sure. you're so much more evolved and right. you know, in my dreamscape i'm having
0: a tough time with it
1: i imagine yeah <laughs> that's why you don't want to go back there yeah yeah uh
0: but yeah i mean it's you know you you're gonna end like anywhere any time in your life you could end up somewhere where you shouldn't be so just be honest like that's yeah. the only thing that, that is the only thing you can do is be honest and vulnerable you know like it creates intimacy it's like
1: it makes you feel better just yeah it's and it's interesting that it's like you, i think that's Lovely and a beautiful in a way, like that's the only phrasing it that's the only thing you can do mm-hmm. and yet somehow it sometimes feels that like deep di- to yeah and it's the most difficult thing to do, yeah, and it's just like a weird yin and yang and yeah. like a weird juxtaposition of what should be and what should be the most earnest and easy thing to do, and somehow is not yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and I you know I, don't know. I didn't and i it it all worked out so I mean yeah. I really can't like I'm at a place where I'm happy so I really can't I can't say that I regret too much but I do look back at almost every minute of my college career with a cringe Oof, you know that's not great that's not great. that's not what you want It's not what you want It's not what you want out of that experience that is yeah, it's a rough five many, years. many thousands of my father's dollars flushed yeah. down the drain
1: yeah well, um, then you can be like well I'm here I'm you here. Got, me here. got me to here somehow got me to here yeah got me to here well I like where here is because me too you know it's a lovely home Thanks. it's a great dog got a good ass dog yeah and uh, you're a good quiet, conversationalist. So, thanks, man. Yeah, well, thank so you. Are you. Oh, thank you. I, I was, was fishing for questions. that. I was fishing for that. No, I'm so, very good at yes. this. Yeah, the uh, E.W. people have got it right. Yeah, they they know a thing or two. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It was delightful. Well, it was far, thank you, sir. Fun to talk about that shit.
0: I see evidence
1: of you and him. So there you have it is what it's like to be a, uh, a, a young gay man at a, uh, at a Catholic institution. It sounds um, tumultuous. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, thank you, Dave, so much for coming out and chatting with us. Uh, it was a lovely time. I appreciate the hospitality and uh, just the insight. you are wonderful. If you want to hear what else is going on with Dave, you can check him out on Twitter. It's at Dave Holmes. And again, go check out his book, Party of Lawn. It's fantastic. Um, also, we're, at, we're on Twitter. You can check us out at terribly underscore funny. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Our account names are just terribly funny podcasts. You know, come check us out. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Fun stuff. Um, we also have an email account. If you want to drop us a line and say, "Hey, Dave, Holmes seems great," you Steve, eh, I'm less sold. But Dave is great. Uh, you can do that by emailing us at terriblyfunnypodcast at gmail. Um, also, you can go to our iTunes page and leave uh, subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating. We Love to hear all that stuff. We like validation. Um, other than that, just thank you to and and Fongheiser for doing everything dance scenes. Thank you to Julia Pot and Kingdom Flying Club for um, doing the art and music. And the biggest thanks goes out to you, you super sweet bros. Um, thanks for just, you know, hanging out and listening to all this nonsense on your ride to work. It means a lot. Okay. Mm, love you guys.